Dave, what are you drinking? Nothing at the minute, Greg. I'm absolutely <laughs> parched. Oh, we'd best get some of our listeners to buy us some beer. Uh, if they go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod, they can sort that out. They could lubricate our lips and uh, get us through this podcast. Are you laughing because I said lubricate? Or lips? No. Um, you can get you can do this by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod. Buy us a beer for three pounds. Buy us a, a crate for multiples of three. Uh, kegs for I don't know 30, More 30 pounds, pounds, whatever. More multiples of three. Yeah, let's do this. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, we would. Thank you. Here's a podcast. At least we think we're funny. Uh, well, no, we don't do it. Oh, he's on, he's on the bloody vino. I need it today. Oh, God. Just been stressful. Oh, dear. I had a little, like, it's going to sound dead lame, like a, <laughs> a bit of an over, overshare, but a bit like a little panic attack early. Oh, God. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm just very stressed. Very stressed. So, um, it's all right, I'm good. I've started removing some sources of stress. Um, So, (laughs) kids kids have have been (laughs) shipped off to boarding school. (laughs) Jane's in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm I'm removing stress. End recording. <laughs> no, no, this is my respite. This is, uh, this is good. This is, this is good. Um, but yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. So I feel like um, I'm doing what I'm sure every doctor would recommend: what, drinking white wine mm. to sort, sort me out. Nice, 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 nice. Mm. Max does. Max is doing that. Not that she's having panic attacks or anything like that, but she's like social media. She's just been like going looking at social media, going, "I, I follow just like a stupid amount of people." Who I just get angry, like yeah. you know, looking at some of the shit that these people post. Yeah. So she's, like, I'm just purging everything and like deleted like hundreds and hundreds of accounts. And yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I don't know why you'd follow that many people it's, anyway. But there you go. Yeah, yeah. It does, yeah. I can, it does make you cross. Social media is a big source of stress. Mm. It comes, it creeps up, it creeps up. Anyway, anyway. Oh, I'm good, but are you all right though? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I can, I know how to like deal with it. All right, it's fine. It's just I had like a bit of moments after work today. It's like, it's like my heart started racing. I couldn't control like my like. Anyway, don't want to go too far into it. But <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, Dad, well, welcome to Dad's on film, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's a great, it's an exciting week ahead. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, wow. Good. No, no, I was going to say, welcome everybody. Thank you for thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thank you for choosing to uh, uh, choosing us as your company for the next hour or so. I, I um, feel like we start we start every podcast assuming everyone's been with us for a while, but some people just yeah. Don't, oh, I don't know whether she like. I suppose we have we have an intro for that. Per- we have a pre-recorded intro. Yes, we do. Which we've probably yes. not got to yet. Um, no. Um, a one. A two. A one, two, three, four. I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. 
<laughs> I couldn't think of anything clever today. Nope. Not that they're ever clever, but there you go. So we had a, we had a lovely, lovely day on Saturday, oh, didn't we, David? It was bloody belting. It really was a good old, yeah. good old day. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, Greg and I and a few of our regular listeners, Mark, Lever, <laughs> and then Stuart. <laughs> I don't think Stuart and Rich really listen anymore, but there you go. Um, but yeah, I went out to do to, like a little beer brewery tour like across Manchester, and it was Splendid. fantastic, wasn't it? Do you know what I think the coolest thing is? Like, I would never have gone to to at least a couple of those little places that we yeah, went to. Yeah, one of them I'll never be going back. Is it? <laughs> well, no, because they were... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but... Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we, then we ended up at Freight Island and just kept ordering food. food <laughs> it's so funny. We were just like, I'm going to order a burger, or I'm going to order yeah. tacos, and I'm also oh. going to order a steak, <laughs> and patatas bravas, and calamari. <laughs> and <it's> just... <laughs> it kind of went like, everyone would order something different, then it would be like, well, I'm jealous of that, so I'm ordering Ooh. that next. And yeah. uh, next, yeah. oh yeah, oh, that looks good. I'm going to get me one of them. <laughs> Yeah. Then Stewie ordered a forty-five pound <laughs> round of six very, very Hard strong, <laughs> very, very chewy half. Is. Oh, it was dear. so funny. I, I love a little Stewie, but he's a tight-fisted little bugger. So it was so funny him going, "I'll get a round in, lads." We were like, "Holy sh! Are you sure? Okay." And then it was like forty-five pound for six halves. It was the best yeah. comeuppance you could possibly wish for. It's fantastic. But there you go. Yeah. Wow, we. Um, and then unfortunately, I had to bail on you the other night, didn't I? Which was I was a little bit gutted how's, about. How's How's Benjamin? What's the... He is. I, I feel like today he's he's turned a corner and he's a, he's a lot better today much more himself um because i'm like obviously he joined us on the podcast last week but we were both yes. very very ill i'm still full of this cold that i've had for three weeks it's yeah. weird but ben i think ben's was a bit more of like a viral infection he came out with this horrible rash that we thought was like chicken pox and he was really really uncomfortable and up all night and it was oh it was very very stressful but he's, he's in bed now and he's been, he was very happy so cool. yeah Feels Good. like we've turned a corner. We are experiencing some technical issues. Please be patient. Your listenership is very important to us. So I think it recorded the first seven minutes. If it well, didn't, I've got, I've got mine. <laughs> yeah. If it didn't, then we've got. We, we did an intro, and uh, then Dave's internet cut out, so he's ran around to his mother's. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Fantastic. What, so what, what have I was going to been... say to you before we were... Oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say what you've been up to. Huh? That's all. I was going to say... Saw you, been ill. That was it, really. All right, cool. Rock and roll, good. You went to the football last night. I went to the soccer ball that? last night. You know what? I really enjoyed it. It's, uh, uh, the ground right behind my house that you sometimes hear in the background yes. of this here podcast. Um, it was a big game. It was uh last qualifying round of the FA Cup. Mm. For, um Buxton played Kettering on Saturday. Kettering, in, in, yeah. It was a controversial draw where Buxton came back at the last minute. Oof. There were lots of fights, I'm told. <laughs> so the, re- the replay was last night at Silverlands, Buxton FC. Nice. And um, Buxton went into extra time. Wow. And Buxton won 3 1, uh, which takes us further than Buxton have ever. I keep saying, you attempt to say we. No, I don't. I mean, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but um, further than they've ever been actually properly in the FA Cup, in the wow. first round of the FA Cup. Playing York next, and uh, yeah, that's soccer. Didn't even know uh, York had a football team. 
No. But um, yeah. what, what what was funny was uh, 10 o'clock, the floodlights went off automatically oh, yeah. because of the curfew. <laughs> it was hilarious. So there's about 1,000 people uh, <laughs> watching this game. In the middle of extra time cuts off. About 10, min- 10 minutes of people like using the torches as phones. And, it's quite <laughs> and then announcements on the tannoy. If anyone's got a flat panel triangle key or something like that, <laughs> can they make themselves known? <laughs> They're all flapping about trying to get this That's thing so to funny. to get the floodlights back on it. Love it. There's something ride. quite charming about that, isn't there? <laughs> love it, love it, great. love it. it really so, cool. on last week's episode, Greg, you made a comment yeah. about um, films that, you know, pr- like past films that would now be ruined by technology. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, you said yeah, like yeah, Home, yeah. Alo- Home Alone was uh, yeah. was a big one. Um, yeah. Well, I've had a little think. I've come up with a few, few more. Go on, then. What have you okay. got for me? Right. Well, obviously, obviously, Home Alone now. With with technology, there's no way you would leave, you know, you'd, your child would be left at home. So I don't know how the hell this new one, Home Sweet Home Alone, is going to work. No. The next one, obviously, that sprang to mind was Toy Story. And right. with, with the invention of the nanny cam, there is ah, yeah. no chance that no these chance. toys would be able to, you know, yeah. uh, come to life. Like you've got, you've got something like that for the kids, haven't the, you? Yeah, like a blink camera in the kids' yeah. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'd yeah, have them yeah, straight away. Yeah, um, I don't know about you, Greg, but when I park my car, Google yeah. tells me where I've parked it. So uh, unfortunately, dude, dude, dude was my, my car. car. Probably wouldn't happen <laughs> anymore. Yeah, like yeah, that one. Yeah. Like that I love one. It. I love it. Yeah. Um, the film Psycho, Gregory, revolves yeah. around this hotel um, and, you know, people chanting on this hotel, stopping there and sadly getting killed. Yeah. I fear trip, trip advice would <laughs> <laughs> stop that, Amazing. obviously. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of these horror films, you know, you drive up to these like, creepy <laughs> motels and I'd just take one look at the reviews on TripAdvisor on Facebook and be like, nah, we'll carry yeah. on to the premiere in. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. Great. And then the the other one, but I think this maybe has been sort of uh, retconned in the uh, um, in the, one of the sequels. But the ring, um, yeah. because uh, VHS. I don't. Yeah, I don't have a VHS. Yeah. Do you have a VHS player? They're <laughs> like, it's this videotape that kills you. Well, I'm pretty safe to be honest. <laughs> I think we're good. So, somebody's been. Somebody's digitized it. <laughs> well, I think that's what they did. They did a. So they did a, a sequel, like yeah. a straight sequel, The Ring Two, yeah. and then something. What I think it's called, like Rings, came out a couple of years ago, and I think that's what it was. It had been digitized. Wow, who the hell cares? I, I love this game. We need yeah. people to send these in definitely. <laughs> yeah, films that would that where remakes wouldn't work because technology would have solved would have, all the issues. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow, what the hell is coming up on today's show, Gregory? Well, David, let's cue that music. Next up, we are the movie train is pulling in off the Monty Python line. Uh, no, well, it's the Terry Gilliam line. Uh, to the life of Brian Station, and uh, we will be disembarking and having a good old chat about this wonderful, wonderful film. The uh, very, go- very naughty boys. Very naughty boy. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty. Who are you then? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Then we've got this week's film news. Uh, you got some bits of Bob's film news for us this yep. week, David? Yep, yep, Excellent. yep. Excellent. Cool. Uh, then we're seeing this week's major new release, Dune. I saw it last night. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it tomorrow, but through the power the of editing, we will crowbar 
the Dune review into the podcast, and then uh, what, what we got? Then we get back back on that movie train. Well, TV movies of the week, uh, and uh, it's not yeah. called that. <laughs> oh yeah, somebody else calls it that, doesn't it? Where yes. it's uh, what's on the box? Yes, it is. Excellent. Cool. Let's do this. Let's make a podcast. <laughs> Take a breath. We're diving in. Chugga chugga. Chugga chugga. Chugga chugga. All right, David. Okay. 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 Okay, we are. Here we are. Here we are. And I, I, feel, I feel like, you know, doing this podcast for well over a year now, we've rarely spoke about Monty Python. And yeah. Monty Python is something that's played a vital, vital, integral part in my life growing up. Likewise, likewise, and I think it's uh, and uh, and also uh, as much as anything else, it, it's the it's the type of humour in Monty Python that I think is quite formative and sort of forms your humour as a person. You yeah. watch that growing up as, as well. Mm. Uh, it's it's so timeless and it's so daft, but it's also so clever mm. um, uh, and so still so sort of unique. Yet at the same time, life uh, life of Brian. Uh, mean of life, Holy Grail. Um, they've inf- those in particular. They've influenced so much over the years as well. Yeah, definitely. So, nineteen seventy nine. Mm, I remember uh, it well. Yeah. So, <laughs> Terry Jones, Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Terry Gilliam, Eric Idle, Michael Palin. Uh, about covers up, isn't it? That's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, British comedy. Oh, Graham Chapman uh, as well. Obviously, I said Graham Chapman. I said. Graham oh, did you? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's the story of Brian, uh, a young what? Jewish, young Jewish Roman man who is born on the same day as and next door to Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, is subsequently mistaken for the Messiah. <laughs> and uh, so, so it's, it's, religi- it's religious, <laughs> religious satire that caused loads of controversy at the time. Sort of mm. accused of blasphemy. Uh, there were obviously protests from like religious groups and things like that. Uh, it was banned, no doubt, in some places. Um, wasn't it banned in Norway, I think, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, but also just like critically acclaimed, just uh, just absolutely outrageously funny mm. and outrageously si- silly. Uh, what have you got to tell me about Life of Brian? Dude? The reason I love Life of Brian, and I actually this was my first intro into Monty Python and a, yeah. a lot of people do it the other way around and do Holy Grail first because that's the one that came first that you know that was the yeah. first film after um Flying Circus but BBC2 probably about 25 years ago maybe maybe a little bit less did this Monty Python celebration where the the surviving pythons took over BBC2 for a yeah. full evening um, and they showed like you know there's all like little doc- talking head documentaries and things like that. But at the yeah. end of it, they showed Life of Brian, and I think it was the first time it had been shown on British TV for you know or terrestrial TV for a, a certain amount of time. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like just to put it bluntly, what the. F- because I was like, and they were, you know, obviously in the documentaries, they were talking about Life of Brian quite a lot. And the one thing that stuck out to me and which just like completely blew my mind. And obviously I was aware of Monty Python. I was aware of, you know, spum, spum, spum. And, you know, all, all the kind of big, you know, parrot sketch and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. I'd never really 
fully kind of got my head around what it was. And I, I really like, I loved British comedy from when I was really like stupidly young. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember watching Red Dwarf, like season three of Red Dwarf. So I would have been like three years old while watching Red Dwarf and absolutely loving it and, you know, whatever. Um, but the thing that stuck out to me with uh, Life of Brian, and they showed this one clip, and it's when Brian's on the run from the Romans, yeah. falls off the top of a tower, <laughs> and they were like, what are we going to do with this? What can he do? I'll tell you what, he'll just fall into a spaceship and be <laughs> taken up into space by some aliens for 30 seconds and drop back down. Why not? You know what I mean? And I was just like, whoa, yeah. this is unbelievable. And it was more the fact that you didn't know what was going to happen. And that was the beauty of Flying Circus, obviously, that kind of surreal nature to it. But taking this kind of, this this story that we, air quotes, know, um, you know, the, the birth of Christ and the life of Christ and all that sort of stuff, but going, anything can happen now and anything yeah. does happen. And it's absolutely brilliant. So then I remember I taped The Life of Brian that evening and watched it the next day and my mum and dad were like it's a bit rude you know there's you know there's a you know a few little bits are a bit rude and i was like i can take it don't worry and it just completely blew my mind um yeah. and to this day i've probably not seen it now for a couple like a couple of years but it's all you know all, i remember everything about it had it on dvd and i would watch it religiously every year you know probably a few times a year and it's great yeah i think my first exposure to this was one from as early as I remember, I remember my dad walking around the house singing, always look yeah, on the bright yeah. side of life. I was like, what is that? What is that song? And when I can remember when I first saw it on the film, I was like, yeah. no way. That's what you've been saying. But that, that's it, isn't it? Like th- that yeah. song, everybody knows that song, but not everybody knows it's from Life of Brian. And it was the same yeah. thing for me at the end where they sing, you know, it's the Sermon on the Mount. Is it the Sermon on the Mount? Is that, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God yeah. stuff. But anyway, yeah. when the, you know, they're all there, you know, nailed up yeah. and all that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And they just start singing and everyone's like, Ah, that's where it's from, and then yeah. it it just it just blew my mind. And I always remember, and as another thing that just struck me that was just so brilliant about it was how silly it was. And again, this is this is Python as a whole, but how silly it was. But then how quickly it can kind of turn and be very very smart humor. So the yeah. thing that sticks out is when Brian gets um gets accosted by it's John Cleese again as as a, as a, a, a centurion. Um, yeah, when yeah. he's graffitiing and <laughs> he's graffitiing Romans go home, obviously in Latin <laughs> or whatever, and he's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh no, uh, graffiti!" And he's like, "What's that supposed to say?" And basically, it's like a teacher, and he's like crossing it out, and he gives him a Romanes a you know whatever, and then it and so that and so it turns into this very clever joke, and then at the end he goes. Now, write it out a hundred times or I'll cut your balls off. <laughs> it's just like, you can't, they kind of ruin the perfect joke with this silliness, but actually it makes it even more perfect. Oh, it's it just is, fantastic. It is, it is um, yeah, I love it. I, I love, uh, you know, I loved finding out a little bit about it. You know, a lot of the, a lot of it was uh, the financing was because of um, George Harrison financed a lot of the film. Hence, yeah. he pops up in, as a, a little tiny cameo. Yeah. Just loads of cool things like that. It's it's just it's charming. It's super smart. It's a bit of a you know, f- you to religion, which I I like. <laughs> you know yeah, <laughs> that yeah, speaks yeah, to yeah, me a little bit, but whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, there we go. Would you yeah. say, Gregory, that the Monty Python's The Life <laughs> of Brian 
is Halloween or Master of the Flying Guillotine. After his students are killed by the one-armed boxer, a vengeful and blind kung fu expert travels to a village where a martial arts contest is being held and vows to behead every one-armed man he comes across. So that is Halloween or Master of the Flying Guillotine. Wow. Both very Halloween-y themed and somewhat (laughs) timely. Uh, Yes. I will go for Halloween. Fantastic. I will also go for Halloween. Where can we see Monty Python's The Life of Brian Gregory? Monty Python's Life of Brian is available on Netflix now. Fantastic. I think it was Blessed of the Cheesemakers. <laughs> What's so special about the Cheesemakers? <laughs> Blessed of the Make. Oh, they've had a hell of a time. <laughs> Wolf Obviously Snipple not... Chip, Jaguar's Earlobe. <laughs> Well, obviously, it wasn't meant to be taken literally. It refers to any <laughs> manufacturers of dairy products. <laughs> it's just so silly. It's brilliant. I want yeah. to be a woman. <laughs> I want to be called Loretta. <laughs> Mate, you oh, can't yeah. be called Loretta. Uh, well, anyway, maybe we don't get into that. <laughs> so, yeah, let's come. Come Rich. again. Come again, but don't bother with the myrrh next time. <laughs> what about a myrrh? What are you giving a myrrh for? I bite him. <laughs> Oh, oh, I can literally quote that film like <laughs> all day, every day. It is yeah. absolutely brilliant. Oh. Get off my oh. juniper berries! This is the news. Okay, so few bits of news. The first one, I'm hearing mixed reports that Michael Caine, Sir Michael Caine, is retiring from acting. Well, I know but this then I'm hearing... He's an author. Ah, well, okay. well, no, I've, I've heard an interview very recently with him. Mm. Yeah. Where he, Where is, so... he, he basically said, this is my last film. So the, the recent one he's done... Uh, it's with Aubrey right Plaza, now. isn't it, I think? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's basically said, this is my last film. Wow. To which... Uh, and he was, and he's, he's, so he's doing a lot of writing now. He's got like a spinal injury, and he can barely sort of stand for extended okay. periods of time. Got like a lot of back problems, and that. So he basically said, "Oh yeah, I much, much prefer writing." Sorry to hijack your bit of news. Uh, no, that's cool. He said, um, "Basically, I prefer do. I love writing at the moment." He goes, "I could do it from a bed. I get up at no <laughs> one. I don't have to get up for a certain time for like shooting to start or anything like that. I just start. I do it on my own. I'm only accountable to me, sort of thing, until I publish it and that." Um, it's great. So I'm writing. I've written a book. It's out. It's out soon, and uh, there's going to be more of them, sort of thing. Wow. Um, to which he was asked, um, "So this is your last film?" And he kept saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But what if Chris Nolan gives you a call? He goes, "Oh, Chris calls me. Yeah, of course, we'll do that." <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> well, I reckon he'll be getting a call pretty soon. Yeah, That's yeah, wow, wait, so. cool, cool. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, very sad news, but uh, you know, I, I just yeah. want him to be happy, Greg. So do I. So yeah, do I. I'm comfortable. There we are. Absolutely. Okay, let's move on. Did you see the action thriller on Netflix a couple of years ago with Chris Hemsworth called Extraction? I did not see Extraction, no. Really good, actually. Okay. Surprising. Cool. Um, and it was one of Netflix's, it still is like one of Netflix, Netflix, Netflix's biggest films that's released. Really, really good, like, action thriller. Some yeah. pretty, pretty amazing, like, set pieces. And they did a lot of stuff, like to try and make some of the action scenes feel like one take and stuff, but really, really good. Um, produced by the Russos as well, I think, who uh, obviously did some of the Avengers stuff. Uh, 
announced they are making a sequel. Maybe a bit okay. of a spoiler for the ending of the first film, but they are making a sequel and they're starting filming it pretty soon. So that's quite cool. Good stuff. Excellent. Quite enjoyed Excellent. that. Um, it is, was it like the... a, is it a re-extraction or is it continuation? I, who knows? Who knows? I, I couldn't okay. tell you. Um, okay. right. Or maybe he's putting them back. Yeah, then to extract what, that be, what would that be called? We're not extracting, uh, we are um, it, inserting. <laughs> insertion. Insertion. Wow, wow that's, no, that's a whole different film. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the weekend, it was the DC Fandome, so we got some trailers of films. Um, the air quotes are quite anticipated. Air quotes, we'll see, whatever. So we got some footage of Aquaman 2. Wow. Crickets. You want to see Aquaman 1? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, started, I started watching Aquaman. It made over a billion dollars, Aquaman 1. Um, yeah. Good for I started them. watching it and I was like, ooh, going to turn this off now because <laughs> it was rubbish. <laughs> um, yeah. We got the first trailer for the Flash movie. Um, don't really care that much about this, but obviously Flash we've got, um, yeah, it's the whole Flashpoint thing. So we've, we've got Michael Keaton. Uh, coming back as Batman, so I'm quite interested to see how they go about that. And the other thing about that one is it's directed by Andy Muschietti, who um, directed the It films, you know, like It Chapter 1 and 2, and he's done some other horror films, so actually he's quite a good director, so pretty cool. Got some stuff about Shazam, the second one, and Black Adam, nobody really cares, but yep. the one that we did get was the first full trailer for The Batman. Um, have you seen this trailer? I'm not sure I have, you know. I, I sent th- I it you like... whilst drunk on a Saturday night, so I doubt you watched it, to be uh, honest. No, Saturday night, I I continued well after you were in bed. <laughs> you sent a video on the train home to the to the to all the boys, and it was so funny because you were just like, <laughs> oh, God, you were just a mess. I got caught up. Fran was in Manchester, so I went to met her in all the quarter. And I'm on the last train now. And I have the hiccups. Lovely day, boys. Cheers. If, if I was a sober person and you came and sat next to me on the train, I would have got up and moved. Yeah. Well, uh, I blame Fran for that. Because, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and absinthe. Yes, anyway, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, but we got the Batman trailer, the full trailer for it. It looks really, really good. If you cool. ask me, uh, really dark, but it's it's going down that kind of detective route that we've not really had in a Batman film properly for a while. Um, cool. So yeah, it looks really ace. Very excited for this one. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, and that's that, you know that's all your main news. Really. I'll do. I'll do. Cool. Good. Yeah. Let's, Great. Let's play let's, a jingle. Okay. So Mark sent us a little note last week, Greg, that we didn't quite get round to uh, talking about. We actually discussed this in person on Saturday. You may not remember. But he basically, nope. he just says this. 20 years since the first Harry Potter film. Disgusting. Wow. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Old, considering <laughs> I remember reading the Harry Potters mm. way before the film came out. And that's why I was so surprised that... Um, the female <laughs> female lead wasn't called Hermione. Yes, uh, <laughs> um, so, Ceremonia. Yes, <laughs> I, I just. I mean, I mean, I'm more. I can't. I can't remember seeing the film for the first time. Obviously, I would have seen it in the cinema, presumably with my family. And um, but what I remember more is the whole build up to it, 
um, and um, the sort of hysteria that was probably uh, presented to me through live and kicking CBBC, yeah. uh, Blue Peter about the casting process. Mm. And and I think I remember the cast being on like CBBC before mm. or something like that and just like being interviewed and that. So I remember the whole the whole thing. I mean, you, you know, in the same way that you get it now for like, I don't know, who the new Bond's going to be or anything like that or any yeah. big franchise that is particularly book adaptations, like who's going to play who. But like, it was huge then. It was such a big deal of, of who that cast was going to be. And um, so probably, and it's something really magical about you know that first huge experience of something that you've that has only happened in your head before that you see become a reality on on screen, mm. and how that is similar and how it differs and yeah it does it, it's something that's sort of like well ingrained in, into me so yeah and mm. I, I I feel exactly the same I don't remember seeing I don't remember the first time I saw. Chamber of Secrets. I remember seeing not Chamber of Secrets, bloody Philosopher Stone. I remember going watching Chamber of Secrets for a friend's birthday, um, but I don't remember the first time I saw the first film. But obviously, I one hundred percent would have seen it in the cinema, um, yeah. but do not remember. But yeah, that's. But then I remember the whole casting process as well. I remember seeing Daniel a uh, picture of uh, Daniel Radcliffe and going, oh. I thought yeah. I thought I looked like Harry Potter because that's what you do in your head when you're reading the book, yeah. isn't it? You're like, oh, I'm that character, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, big, big shock, like to see that. But then also, yeah, the twenty years kind of feels like longer ago. Yeah, so we were, we were like thirteen, sort of. Yeah, twelve, thirteen years old. Yeah. Well, wow. Well, DL. Well, there you go. I just wanted to have a little chat about that. Great. That was lovely. Downstairs, I've got Maxine over here watching Bake Off. Let's have a look. Ah, you got a beverage. I have. I've got Maxine went to Bent's and bought me a nice beer. This is a Laurel American Pale Ale. Oh, lovely, lovely. It's very nice, actually. So, have you just come back for the cinema, David? Yes. Oh, hello, who, Greg. We're recording. <laughs> who, who, who have you been with? Um, myself and. Oh, are you going your own? Oh, you know what nice. I was saying to Max earlier. It's like not in a bad way. I absolutely love going cinema on my own at the minute. Yeah, I love yeah. going with Lever and you, yeah. and yourself, obviously, but I go with Lever more. Um, but I like going with you, but we like never go to the cinema. Like going with Lever, she's like, <laughs> don't like going with you. Why? <laughs> I like going to the cinema with you. Exactly. So I like going on my own because everything's yeah. on my terms. It's yeah. just great. I yeah. have a big popcorn. I can go for a wee whenever I like. Um, yeah. Good, I Because like usually I've got to ask Max <laughs> we're at home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Um, so, what, I mean, what, what was your choice of seats? Were you at the back, at the front? I like to down? go middle, yeah. toward, either in the middle or in the middle, slightly towards the back, but I always get an aisle seat. Ah, I just cool. like the aisle. Get straight out. Hmm. Recently, I've started going right on the very, very back row. Okay. I, really like, I really like having no one behind me. Um, and... And also, I, like some cinemas like the are, but there's so much space at the light cinemas. Like yeah. you, can, you don't have to get people to move their feet. You just mm. walk in front of them, so it's cool. Nice, um, nice. So, yeah, that's cool. my position. So, we have both this week seen Dune, which is Yeah, just out. before we get into this, I just want to really, really quickly, because it's quite... Uh, 
uh, yep. what's the word I'm looking for? Current. Uh, yes. Just a real quick thank you to Daniel uh, for buying. Oh. He, he, he's bought us five five beans, yeah. Gregory. Yes. Very kind yeah. of him. Thank you very much. Thank you, Daniel. Cheers. It means a lot. Means a it lot. does. It does mean a lot. And uh, so yeah, right. Mm. Set up to Dune. Right, Dune. Right. Hard to it's, explain Dune, isn't that, it? 1965 novel, uh, same yeah. name. It was David Lynch made a film in 1984. Yeah, uh, about it. We've I don't think of us have seen that. I have uh, not stings in it. I know that sting is in it. I don't know uh, sting plays though. No, I'm not sure. And uh, so this is called. Uh, it's called Dune, but in mm. the titles, it's Dune Part One. Now, okay. Bit of background. Um, it's it's been cited as being a big influence for. Um, for Star Wars, hasn't it? Yes, yeah. Uh, and... Well, this is something we said months ago when I think we actually watched the trailer, didn't we? When the first trailer came out, we actually watched it live on the podcast. And I yeah. said, a big thing with this is people are going to compare it to Star Wars, but actually, George Lucas stole a lot of things from this film for Star yeah. Wars. Um, yeah. So I think it's always going to have comparisons to Star Wars. And you can see that. Yeah, so it's set on another, it's set on another planet um, where... Uh, there's this substance called spice that is harvested, mm. harvested, harvested, isn't it? And it's not the they spice. spice that... Just head yeah, down for the uh, Market Street pick, in Manchester, Piccadilly <laughs> Gardens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but this is like <clears throat> this is a substance that can get, like give certain powers. It can be used mm. for like energy for space travel. It can be, mm. you know, you, you, if you if you if you take spice, you get I don't know. It's like it's got all sorts of qualities. It's, it, yeah, it? it's the most valuable um, substance in the in the in the galaxy, isn't it? Basically, yeah, exactly. Uh, so in there, you've got lead role Timothy Chalamet, who plays uh, <laughs> Paul. You've got Rebecca Ferguson, yeah. Ferguson as his uh, his mother. Uh, yep. Oscar Isaac's in there as his father. You've got yep. uh, Josh Brolin in there. Dave Bautista. Uh, Zandaya, who is sort of in there, and I, I suspect he's going to play a much bigger role. Mm. Is that a spoiler? In, in we'll the see. Film? Anyway, this is called Dune Part One in the titles, which is basically it's a given that there's going to be at least a part two, isn't there? This takes us half up to halfway through halfway through the book. Mm. Right. Yes, I've okay. got things to say about that, but maybe. Um... Whatever yeah. we'll we'll discuss that. Um, yeah, it's, it, the story's a little bit difficult to explain because there is a lot going on. But if if you were to cram it down, um, it's about the son of a noble family. Yeah, he's entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and the most vital element in the galaxy. Yeah. And what it is is his, his the, the galaxy sort of set up and it's noble houses and they basically run planets. His family is called the uh, it's the Atreides, isn't it? And they live yeah. on this particular planet, but then they're uh, the the emperor of the galaxy basically tasks his his father to move everybody onto this new planet, which is like this desert planet, where and and basically harvest and mine spice. Um, yes. And there's a lot of twists and turns, and maybe there's some backstabbing, which takes Paul on this on this journey. It's also probably worth mentioning that his mum is essentially a witch. Um, yeah, it's it, it's this very strange kind of unspoken. Um, like, I don't know, underworld to this galaxy where there's a little bit of magic going on and Paul is finding that he has these powers as well. Yeah? Yes, yes. Mm. And here's the thing. I'm torn because 
there's part of me that hates these sort of films. It's why mm. I hate Lord of the Rings. It's why it took me about three or four years before I started watching Game of Thrones and about three attempts because mm. these these sci-fi. Well, I know Game of Thrones isn't uh, sci-fi, but the, and neither is Lord of the Rings. But these sort of like otherworldly fantasy worlds where everything's very serious and everything's very epic and and you're from house this and they're from house that and this is my honor and and we're going to and 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 the story is overly complicated and you have to have a family tree in front of you in order to follow who's who and and stuff like that general as a rule i despise because it all takes itself like so super seriously Hmm. um I enjoyed watching this film, uh, but I hated all of that side of it. So the, the, there was a point where there's about, it's a good hour in after they've sort of put all these pieces in place and everything like that. And you, it's all set up where they they go out to visit the harvester. Mm. Um, you know that bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and it gets really, really exciting. That when That's the first mm. sort of edge of your seat scene it gets right really really thrilling and then it kind of continues with that for the for the hour and a half after that really um and they do some really really cool stuff well whilst we've been speaking a lot about cg recently we've uh, spoke to rajiv Dasani, who works a lot in yeah. visual effects and cg <clears throat> uh, and we, we we were speaking then uh about why um some of the older films with the very sort of basic effects are so good yeah, and what, one of the films we spoke about quite a bit was Jurassic Park, the first Jurassic Park, and one of the great things about that, and it's the same with like Jaws, I suppose, in a way, uh, and many other films, is is that um, they hold back what you what you see. Yeah, and one of my um, one of the, the greatest things about this film, and one of the mm. things that I think is most commendable, is despite having all these tools and having all this CG at hand, um, with the the worm, which is essentially, yes. and I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, a spoiler. And we're not um, talking about, you know, the <laughs> mid mid naughty late nineties mid naughties dance move made famous by Scotty <laughs> Dehotty of no. Too Cool <laughs> in WWF at the time. Abikishi, obviously, and it's these <laughs> giant sand worms, aren't they? Yeah, and and they do, despite having absolutely the ability to show from the start the huge mm. scale of this ginormous creature that causes havoc across the yeah. across the desert that they do what they do in the original Jurassic Park and mm. and and the original Jaws to some extent and and they only they tease they tease yeah. from the start you see small amounts early on and it built throughout the film it builds and builds and builds so it gets to the point where you get that crescendo in the final act where you get to see the full scale of this thing yeah. and it's and it's quite striking. It's some, some like something from a horror film, mm. and and it's ter- terrifying. Um, and I, they could have so easily gone gone all out early on, yeah. and yeah. thrown the money at it, and and because they've got the ability to do that. But they 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 showed that restraint, and I think we're all the better for it, really. Mm. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought I thought the cast was good. I thought I really enjoyed Timothy Chalamet. Um, mm. I really enjoyed Rebecca Ferguson uh, and Oscar Isaac. Uh, I thought it's a, it's a good ensemble cast. I, I just wish for the, with the scripts of these things they didn't take themselves seriously. And we've spoken mm. about this before. It's what it's, it's even why it's why I don't like some of the Marvel films so much is because they do take themselves seriously too seriously, which is why it's nice light relief when you get 
your films like your Guardians and your Ragnaroks yeah. and things like that. Um, <laughs> and, and it, I mean, I, I wouldn't have wanted it to go too far the other way, but it would have been nice to see a little bit more sort of um, bit more humor, humor yeah. in there, a little bit more of a human side to it, rather than everything mm. being so serious and yes. epic. What do you think to it? Well, it's, it's probably probably worth noting first, and you know this, like I absolutely love sci-fi and yeah. especially these kind of like world building you know hard sci-fi films like like yeah. like this um so i obviously was gonna always gonna go in with a little bit of a you know um mm. the odds tipped in their favor um i can't remember coming out of the cinema so deflated in my entire life oh really yeah, yeah, yeah. i just was not on board for this yeah, in, wow. the, in the slightest and i yeah. I went in with all high hopes. I thought the trailers looked amazing. Yeah. Um, I love Denny Villeneuve or whatever his name is. I love all, you know, majority of his other stuff is like pretty great. But actually, mm. the, well, there's a, there's a lot of things I really didn't like about it. But <clears throat> maybe we'll talk about the things I liked first. Mm. So I suppose like, yeah, as you were saying, you can't deny it. This is a very, very bold film. It's, it's, it's you know, it's setting up this gigantic universe of characters and, and, you know, very, it's very political. And there's just, there's a lot of kind of cogs in this machine. Um, that's probably maybe another one of its downfalls as well, but we'll talk, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, the real winner of this entire film is Oscar Isaac's beard. I think, you know, that's <laughs> yeah, the most yeah. beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I was yeah. just literally whenever he was on screen and I love Oscar Isaac, I was just looking at that beard going, Wow, that really is <laughs> you know, there's no CGI there, Greg. That was oh, no, and they yeah, weren't scared they weren't scared of showing it as well. <laughs> you, no, your beard is good. Oscar <laughs> Your beard, beard is, is good. good. Something Oscar. that just a compliment about your beard. Yep, your beard yep. Um I just on that that's just kind of jumped into my head as well. Um I really, really loved uh, Stellan Starsgard as the the Baron. Um, he was just so yeah. minging, <laughs> yeah. so grotesque, and just like <laughs> everything he did was just you're like, oh, he dirty bastard. But whatever, yeah. cool. Um, okay, yeah, you mentioned Timothy Chalamet. I thought he was really, really good. And actually, you know, sometimes when you get these like teen heartthrobs, you know, your mm. Zac Efron's and things like that. You're like, oh, they're all going to be crap. But actually, he's such a good actor. Yeah, you know, we loved him in Little uh, Little Women, didn't we? Yeah. And, and and a few of the other little things that he's popped and up that in. Beautiful jawline. Well, <laughs> Timothy, <laughs> <laughs> so captivating. And what a jawline is actually my next little bit. But you know, Timothy Chalamet does this really, really smart thing, and I and, and I can't really describe it properly, but it, he treads this fine line of because he's so like you know, young looking, he, he treads this really fine line of coming across as childish. And there's a few, mm. there's a lot of things he does in this film. And it's like, oh, that, you know, it, it's playing on him being a boy. You know, the whole film's a metaphor for puberty really, isn't it? But of course, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, he treads this line of like, you know, he's still a boy and he's trying, he's trying to be a man. But then he does these like really cool little things or he'll either just like adjust his posture or he'll just mm. adjust like the tone or pitch of his voice and instantly. Yeah. He grows up, and it's 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 something really really clever, uh, it, and especially in this in his performance, I was I was really really impressed. I thought it was really great, great ensemble cast as you said. You know, other people in there. We have got Jason Momoa having a great yeah. time um, as Duncan Idaho. What a 
cowboy yeah. name. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, uh, um, David Dasmelshian. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, called. Uh, Pol- Polkadot Man. To you Polkadot Man, <laughs> yes. Um, what else did we get in there? Javier, Javier Baden. Yeah. With yeah. the most delicious voice in the world. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. Visuals, as you'd expect, um, from Denny Villeneuve. Amazing, you know, absolutely incredible. And you know, like those worms, it, it's it's just brill. Um, the soundtrack was ace. It reminded me of like, um, I know you don't like him that much, but some of the Zack Snyder soundtracks are really, really interesting. Like a lot of chanting and things like that. Shout out to Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, Zimmer again. And that's why he couldn't do... Was it Tenet? Because he was doing yes, June, that's right. I think. Yes, that's like. right. Yeah. And and again, as I said at the start, you've got to kind of praise it for trying to build this 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 very intricate world. However, I feel like the first film, yeah, you, the first film in you, what you're obviously trying to set up as this as this new franchise. I feel like it can't lean so heavily on a sequel because mm. the the I know it's saying it's June Part One. But they, they were, they're, they're still umming and ahhing about the sequel. It's not actually officially. It's been kind of an excuse. Yeah. It's it's an excuse to yeah. do. It's kind of like, in, in case you're left mm-hmm. disappointed with with you know yeah. with that because it's not it's not a traditional st- beginning middle end story arc yeah. really is it? And it's left no. left open ended. I don't, I don't think they could have fit fitted more into the film. No, exactly. Or, but, but it's kind of it's a disclaimer, really, isn't it? It's yeah. Like a, <laughs> but I, I feel like, well, just that you can't lean so heavily on it. Yeah. It ha- this film has to have a sequel to make sense. Yes, and it's like I, I don't think that's that's right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think maybe this film, even things like, um, and I, I suppose it's a slightly different thing, but like Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part One. Yeah, there's an end. Although you know, you've still we we've, we have to have that sequel to have a conclusion to the mm. whole story. At least that film has an ending. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it yeah. ends with, with the Dobby bit and there, the, there is a kind of a conclusion to that leg of the journey. This one, there, there just isn't no. uh, at all. There's, there's too many threads left on, um, you know, left untied or whatever. And yeah. again, yeah, I know, I know we're going to get a sequel now, but I feel like that's, 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 uh, mm. I don't know. It's a bit of, it's, it's, it's a it's cop a, out. It's a cop oh. out. That's exactly what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's far too complex a story to oh, fit into one, even two films. I, I it was, should I, have been. It should have been a mini series, you yeah, know, yeah. something like that. Definitely. Because that, and I, I like to, I, not to kind of blow my own trumpet, but I feel like you know, especially with sci-fi, I get it. I, I kind of under, you know, I feel like I understand things a little bit. But a lot of the time, I was like, who is that? Like what? Yeah. So where they, they go, okay, so they're going there, and I, all right, I've got that, and then they mention these other people. I'm like, okay, so are they the, the people in the sand, or is that the the bald guys, or is that these other people? And I was like, what? What is? It? Oh, for oh. that reason, do you think you'll enjoy it? Do firstly, do you think you will rewatch it, and do you think you will enjoy it more with? Re-watch? I think I think I'll rewatch it. Max wants to see it, so you know yeah. I, I will rewatch it. I'm not entirely sure I, w- I will enjoy it as much. Well, as, I, I don't think I'm going to get much more out of it. Yeah, it'll make sense a little bit yeah. more, but I didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> I was gonna, that, that first hour, I must admit, I was getting fed up. Yeah. Before, before anything was really happening, I was getting fed up with the politics. I was mm. getting fed up with them speaking about stuff that was going completely yeah. over my head. I felt stupid. That first <laughs> hour, I felt yeah. stupid. Yeah. And then the action started to... Yeah step up and that's and when it's, it's, me, and the thing is it's, it's not necessarily an action film which is fine but yeah. 
you need well the other point it's just not accessible enough to really enjoy it to kind of jump in um and i'm not saying you've got to dumb dumb the film down but but i just feel like there's not really the there was no point where I was like, I can just jump in here. Do you know what I mean? And it, yeah. I'll, I'll hold my hands up. I, w- I think I missed maybe the first five minutes of the film because mm. traffic was a nightmare and stuff like that. And I walked in and it was only five minutes. I'd lent to the guy like a bit down the road. I was like, have I missed much? He was like, no, like, two, two minutes or so. Mm. I hadn't a clue what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, what yeah. is... The, his mum was saying, you need to use this different tone. And I was like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I always try to pass, oh. pass, pass, pass yeah, with water. Yeah, the drink, yeah. yeah. You know, that's only a couple of minutes into the film, isn't that's it? But I was just like... But but, but there's no, no there's nothing before that to, yeah. to give that context. That just happens. Yeah. And that, that's supposed to... You're supposed it, to pick it up there. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but it's like, I think I just feel like that alien, alienates everyone. Yeah. And whether that's the point, I don't know. But it's an arrogance to it, isn't there? Yeah. There, yeah. There, there is... There are going to be your, sci- your sci-fi... Mm. Nerds like you, <laughs> proper geeks who yeah. like absolutely love it. Who are just mm. like, oh, I, I get it. <laughs> Don't you understand mm. that they're from House That, and that's mm. why they. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, you don't understand, do you? <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like you're gonna yeah, get, no, no, that. get yeah. the people are gonna love it, and like, and people are gonna enjoy it with rewatchability. But think that, but that's, but but that's again, that's the same thing that puts me off Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, I'll be honest with you, goes over my head, and maybe I couldn't be asked, I couldn't be asked mm. to understand it. But the whole like. Realms. I, in that I think this right. was more compl- complex than Lord of the Rings. Right. And I like I mean, Lord of the Rings. I don't watch them that much, but I've not this, seen it this, since, since yeah, I was yeah, 10, yeah. 10, 11, 12. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but, so. This does more going on, and I was yeah. like, I was just not into it. Um, hmm. I, did, I, I felt like, and I, I, this happens in some other films we mentioned, it was like, right, we're here, then one thing goes wrong, and it leads them to this point, and then that goes wrong, and then they're here, and then he's got to fight this person and that goes wrong and then they've got to do that and it was just like yeah. it, it didn't feel like a cohesive story it just felt like a, a collection yeah. of events yeah and and don't... it was like a game it was like the next yeah. we're on to the next level now right yeah. we've got to we've got to fly this to here oh Where it crashes oh, we've got to get away from the worm oh da, 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 da. we've got to fight this person and i was just like yeah. really um, um... whereas like for contrast and and, and i'm going to compare it to the first star wars Mm. New Hope, as it's now called, um, it's that has got it's got the it's got the politics. Mm. It's got you know reasonable complexities in the who the, you know the 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 two sort of factions and whether you side with yeah you know the what the the empire the empire or, or the, the rebellion, rebellion yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, and but the pace is right for it because mm. it gives it has that steady pace. That films were were happy to have mm. back then to give you the time to get on board with it and hold with the scenes and hold you know what I mean like yeah. and, and I think the comp, there's complex complex dialogue to it but it's but it's more accessible yeah in no, the pace in the pacing definitely. of it um, yeah, and, yeah the, the, I agree with you. The, the last thing I said is what what you said as well. It's too serious and and there mm. are there's the very very few little kind of light bits in it you know i like his relationship uh, uh um what's his name paul's relationship with jason momoa's character there's a few you know odd little but funny back and forth in that yeah. um uh, josh brolin as gurney yeah. you know a few little funny little bits in there and i'm not saying it has to be funny but you know it they're they're the they're the kind of little touches that make make it a little bit nicer but it was just it's just too 
uh, all the way through. Whereas again, Star Wars, you know, it's it's fun. It's a romp. I think that's what this was missing. It's yeah. it's not fun. No. And I think you kind of needed that a little bit. So <sighs> ultimately, I think you know, great performances, well directed to a certain extent, great cast, but it's just. It's a bit of a slog, to be yeah. honest. Sadly, I, I, my, my summary is the first hour is a slog. That it, it it's it's better for the second hour and a half. Mm. Um, I, I think I, I I'd, I'd like to say I enjoyed it on the whole, um, okay. but I found it a bit like that uh, 40, 40, 45 pound round, fifteen pound a pint. <laughs> uh, we had the other. It's 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 chewy. It's too too rich. Too much going on. Too just, chewy. <laughs> it's just so funny. The girl comes around and says, "So, uh, do you do you like craft beers?" And we're like, "Yeah, I like a, I like a, a New England IPA. I like this." And Greg goes, "I don't like a chewy beer." And yeah. we're all like, "I know exactly what you mean." By <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Okay, Greg, would you say that June Part yeah. One yeah. is Moon or June nineteen eighty four? I like it. Um, I'm good. I'm going to lean towards Moon because I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt that yeah. I am going to watch it again. It, it's clearly, it's clearly a good production. That it's just comes comes with a lot of issues for me at the moment. Yeah, I feel like Denny Villeneuve's brilliant, yeah. but when he's adapting something else or something big, it's not yeah. quite. It, it's a bit more of a slog, like uh, Blade Runner whatever, yeah. 2049 or whatever. We weren't, we didn't really like it that much, did we? No. Uh, and I, but then a lot of the other stuff he's done, uh, yeah. uh, Arrival, Sicario, some of these other things, the, oh, they're brilliant. They really yeah. are brilliant. Some of the you know best films of the past 10 years. Yeah. These two, just not so much. So there you go. Where can we see Dune, Gregory? Dune is available in the cinemas now. Okay. Show, should we go back in time because my tea's ready on Thursday? So let's go back. <laughs> let's go back to Wednesday night. Great. Rewind. Board the movie train. Choo choo. Choo choo. We've kind of struggled a little bit because <laughs> a lot of the Monty Python guys are all in films together and then they're not oh, in that nice. many films. Um so what we're gonna do, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> very tenuous link. We're going down the, the religious satire <laughs> line, <laughs> Greg. Uh yeah. yeah, we've taken that line and where where's where what where are we stopping? Where, where's that? We are stopping at the two thousand and nine uh, Ricky Gervais film. Oh, is, is it is it written by Ricky Gervais? This one, I think so. Um, I kind of always assumed it was uh, written directed by Ricky Gervais. Yes, uh, nice. the invention of lying. Yes, uh, which is just superb. Yeah, uh, and uh, so it's Jennifer Garner, Ricky Gervais. Uh, who else is in it? Uh, you got Jennifer Garner, you got Rob Lowe, Luke, and Louis C.K. is in it. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of famous people pop up in it, like um, uh, what's his bloody name? Uh, John Hill. Hill in it, no? um, yeah, Louis, Ed, Louis C.K. Edwards, Edward Norton pops up Ed in Norton, it. Yeah. Quickly, uh, yeah, there's loads, there's loads, um, and you know what? It's 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 cheeky, it's yeah. quite charming. It's definitely not for everyone. 
Um, but yeah, it's, so long, we, it's we, a rom com as well, though, isn't it? And it's something we yeah. did rom coms. It never would have come up when we did rom coms, but really, this is a rom com for all intents and purposes. So, Definitely. Yeah. Um, where can we see the invention of lying, Gregory? The invention of lying is available on Netflix. Fantastic. On the box. Okay then, Greg, what the hell is on the box for you? Mr. Hanks, 9 o'clock tonight, BBC Two, Sully, Miracle on the Hudson yeah. from 2016. Uh, nice. Yeah, good good little thriller, obviously based on a true story. Mm. Of that. Well, well, if you don't know what happened, mind you, it's pretty obvious from the start. Uh, well, the, f- the first maybe like 20 minutes of that film are very, very captivating. The rest yes. of it... It's all right. It's not as good. It kind of replays the same yeah. twenty minutes again and again and again. But mm. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I really like it. And it's Tom Hanks being Tom Hanks, and yeah. it's one hour, an hour and a half. So, bosh it out. Yeah, perfect, perfect. What, what you got for me? Uh, seven o'clock on Sunday, film four, Angus Thongs and Perf. I'm joking. That is the worst okay. film ever made. I hate that film. With a passion. No, I'm going, obviously, I'm going at 10 to 11 tonight on True Movies. Our good friend, Brandon Oret, uh, mm-hmm. pops up in the wonderful Neil Blomkamp uh, sci-fi District 9. Yes. 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 Good choice. Good Why choice, man. not watch District 9? It's excellent. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, I think that's more New Zealand. Never mind. Okay. Let us know what you guys are watching on the box this week. Cool. That was a podcast. No, that was a podcast. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, packing. Ready for Spain. Oh, yeah, Spain of course. Tuesday. So I'll see you Monday night. Mm. don't know if we'll have much more to talk about by then. Yeah, true. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's about it, really. Uh, you know, end of term, celebrating, having a week off. Yes. That sort of business. I've got a week kids off par- this week Kids well. parties on Saturday. So, yeah, what about yourself? <sighs> Um, not tons. Maxine's mum is doing one of those, uh, um, what do you call them? Like the Macmillan coffee mornings. Um, but I'm, it's men are not invited apparently. So I'm going to take the boys out somewhere on Saturday. And yes. Um, maybe seeing Mark, good friend, Mark, a good friend of the show, Mark and Holly Saturday night, a little bit of vino, but we will see. Um, and then seeing some other friends on, on Saturday, sorry, Sunday. That's about it. Not not very rock and roll this weekend. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, it does sound good. It does sound good. Password this week, Gregory. Let's do... Sand. Sand. How exciting. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Again, as we said at the beginning, thank you for choosing us to keep you company. Um, There's a lot of other, you know, lots of other content out there, and we appreciate everybody uh, listening to us and taking that time to listen to us. It means a lot. You can buy us a, uh, a beer at buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod. What, what was that address again, Greg? Buymeacoffee.com forward slash dads on film pod. Buy us a beer for as little as £3. There you go. Multiples Fantastic. thereof. 
Yep. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that sort of stuff, at Dads on Film Pod. Send us your questions, send us your reviews, send us your thoughts on anything. Um, let Halloween next week, so we can, yeah. we'll hopefully do some spooky things. Ooh. Let us know the films that have been ruined by technology. Yeah, would, definitely. No, the films that would have been ruined by technology. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Well, all lovely right. to see you, Greg. And you uh, too. Yeah. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Oh, nice. Excellent. Cool. Mm. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, love you, bye.